0: Like are you a fist pumper, a woo a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kinda like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, PDW, prohibited by law, see terms and conditions, 18 plus. What's up guys? Welcome to the Blazing Defender comic book report. 72. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, Yeah, I got a great show for you, man. Uh, I'm glad you're listening. Uh, But I'm gonna tell you about my Disney trip last week. Uh, In case you were ever thinking about going, I can warn you on why to not go. Um, I'm gonna tell you my thoughts on the solo movie that cameo though, right? And I also got a little hunch about a DC Marvel crossover that may be coming that they're kind of planting the seeds for now. And as always, guys, on The Report, there's always going to be comic books. So I got comic books for the week. I got Justice League number 1. I got Batman 48. I've got Star Wars. I've got... Versus, I've got analog. I've got barrier. I've got a bunch of cool stuff, man. So uh thank you for checking out the show. And if you ever need to contact me, look me up on Blazing Defender Report on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you name it. I got it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace. And now for your listening pleasure. The Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis. Yo, welcome blazing nation what's up motherfuckers finally we've got some sound we needed that shit man how am i gonna tell you about all the cool shit you've been missing out on if there's no fucking sound well we fixed it because i am a technical genius obviously uh because I didn't have all my shit plugged into my PC. That's how long it's been. Uh, been doing live shows at the Zone comic shop, which is a great comic shop, guys. You should go there and buy your comic books and all of your collectible needs. Um, other than the guy who owns the place, it's actually a pretty cool, cool spot. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, we got a great show for you, man um yeah that's what i was trying to do casey i was trying to do the rock man that's what i was trying to do and i've nailed it the first time and you didn't fucking hear it so uh but it is on the recording because i did it a second time and it was it was good uh but thank you for you guys being my man in the chair and telling me there was no fucking sound because that really sucked Um, But guys, welcome to the internet's longest comic book monologue, because uh, I don't have a host, so it's kind of like me just talking. Um, But I got a great show for you. I'm going to talk about my Disney trip. Uh, (laughs) I gotta gotta be careful. I gotta be really careful on what I say about that, and um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. And I'm going to tell you my thoughts on Solo. Uh, there's a Meathead's coming. I'm just trying to get Big Sam, get his big ass in somewhere so we can do it. But uh, I'm just going to tell you what I thought about Solo for a little bit. And I think, I think there may be a DC Marvel Comics crossover coming um, in the future. I think they're laying seeds for it now. I'm going to tell you my little my little thing. And they're, uh, which I, Whoa. Which I thought was funny because the Nerdist actually just did a thing. I seen it coming in from the gym today. I had it on my phone, up on my dash, and the video was playing. And Chobot was talking about how it's evidently not just my theory, but uh, there is some stuff that they didn't mention in their article that has led me to believe it. And one of them's up for review today, and that's Deadpool number one. So, and I know I know there's a lot of Deadpool fans. Out there, so y'all should be fucking happy, man. I'd have never picked that book up, but I did because I love you guys. So, and I'm glad I did because it's really good. So, but we're going to talk about that. Um, On a really sad note, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard. Anthony Bourdain was found dead in his uh, room or his hotel room this morning in, I think, Madrid, Spain. I think that's where he was at filming uh, filming his show. Uh, I loved Anthony Bourdain's show. Uh, It was like... If that's one thing that I could do, like, I like to cook. I'm not near as good as him, of course. But to see the world and cook and drink and meet people, I mean, like, the dude had the perfect fucking job. Like, he really had the perfect job. And uh, to commit suicide, it just goes to show you, man, you have... Oh, okay, France. Thank you. Okay, France. Um, Yeah, it fucks me up. Like... You'd have thought that guy loved everything about life drinking, food, people, interaction. You would have thought that this dude would be one of the last guys on your list to k- kill himself. So now it could have been an OD, could have been an accidental overdose. Nobody knows, but it's really sad. And I just thought, you know, i you know, cheers and pour a little out for, for Anthony Bourdain because, uh, I re- like his kind of personality and stuff reminds me of my own, uh, in, in a way, which is weird because we look nothing alike or anything. And he's way more intelligent than me. But anyway, uh, but on a happy note, Collector Zone guys, they're blowing the fuck up. Yo, they're blowing up. They're about to have a physical location, which is crazy. Like they're going for like internet. Uh, store to having its own physical location. They've got some other big news in the works. I'll announce that when it happens. Uh, I don't want to jinx anything, but uh, guys, they're they're blowing up, man. Uh, and it, it, it's just a testament to their customer service and their availability to their customer. Collectors' Own Canteen on Facebook, you get free shipping, you're going to get uh, discounts, um and, and it's a place for collectors man so if you're like a toy collector or a pop collector uh that's just a place for you uh you don't have to buy anything from them but it's just a great community to be a part of but that's one of the reasons that that community is so solid is because of the, the owner's interaction with the community uh wow what a novel idea giving customer service to your customers I'm fucking believable it's amazing But yeah, so really cool. Check that out. The Zone Comic Shop, which Big Sam and I have been doing meatheads from, um, it's great comic book store, man. It really is. I made a joke about the owner earlier, which is totally true. It really wasn't a joke. It was honest. He's a piece of shit. But uh, no, no, I'm kidding. I love Dan. Uh, Dan's very knowledgeable, and um, it's it's really going to be uh, it's 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 a fucking just a it's what a comic book store should look like, like. When you watch Big Bang Theory and you see that comic book shop, like I used to tell my wife, I'm like, holy shit, that is a awesome comic shop. Like, why doesn't any of the comic shops around here look like that? Well, Dan's doesn't look like that either. (laughs) No, no, really. Uh, But it's damn close. And he's doing stuff to it all the time. So it's just a great shop. Uh, Go in there and check it out. Guys, I'm a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. We've got great shows like Botch, Breaking the Panel, which uh, I think we really ha- had a good, really good episode with the Deadpool show. Um, it was just the perfect number of people, and I streamed it live. I don't know how that went. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. I uh, just kind of put the microphone down because you guys couldn't see the faces of the, of the hosts that were talking, but uh really good roundtable. Um, sometimes those shows get a little too big for me. And it's a lot of people trying to give their opinions and it doesn't really work out well. But I thought that we had a really good group of guys and the conversation went really well. So check that out. Breaking the panel. It was the Deadpool show. Um, hey, dog, check out patreoncom forward slash Blazing Defender. Uh, if you like what I do, I'd appreciate your support. There's some uh, original videos and content on there. And I've got uh, some stuff coming for it. Like I, I'm not going to get anything for it. But I just want to do it because I think it'd be fun. And uh, my brother-in-law is kind of a video guy. And we're going to do some shit. So it'd be really cool. All right. Fuck that. Enough of the bullshit. On with the show. Okay. Uh, what was we going to talk about first? Oh. I went to Orlando last week. Uh, we went to Disney. With my brother-in-law and his five-year-old. And um well it was interesting. Like I said, I gotta be careful. I gotta be careful here. Um uh, tread treading lightly, treading real lightly here. Um if you don't have kids, you got no fucking reason to go. Okay? Take your money, and it's a lot of money, and go to a fucking beach, a resort. Uh, somewhere where you can have a fucking good time. Uh, if you like rude people, screaming kids, rude, more rude people, um, overpriced shit, really, really poor retail selection. What I mean by that is I was like, you know, I'm going to go to Disney and we're going to go to some stores and I'm going to get some Disney exclusive stuff. That's real cool. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a toy collector, right? Like I like that shit. Yeah, no, you're not. My gift shop in my resort had the same exact shit. So yeah, the way to drop the ball on that, Disney. Um, but uh, Animal Kingdom was our favorite. We rode uh the I think it's called the Flight of Discovery. It's the Pandora ride uh from Avatar, the movie. It was fucking It was the best ride I've ever rode, guys. It is by far the best ride I've ever rode. You ride a banshee which is the like little flying dragon thing from avatar. And it is amazing. Like you feel it breathe under your legs. You're diving. It's shooting water on your face. And I guess it was water. I don't know. Um, It was amazing. Really, really, that was really, really fun. Um, It was hot. We had shitty weather Uh, I don't even want to tell you about my last day because it will be the depressing defender report, like Brian said earlier. Um, So, yeah. If you want to go, go. Uh, We did it wrong. After you go once, you really kind of figure out, like, what you should do and, like, but when you travel with people, you don't get to do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? So, whatever. All right, enough of that. <laughs> Holy shit, this show is bringing me down. Let's get off that subject. Uh, Solo. OV news. Damn. Okay, let's talk about Han Solo. How many of you guys seen Solo? Uh, because I'm probably going to spoil the shit out of it. And, uh, well, you know, it's been out, motherfuckers. So you should have went and seen it. Um, I don't know what else to fucking tell you, but we're going to, we're going to talk about solo first. Let's talk about, oh, I don't know. Donald Glover. Donald Glover plays young Lando Calrissian. O Billy D himself. Um, I, I liked Lando. I liked Lando. I thought Lando was good. Um, but this is what I didn't like. And, and and guys, chime in if if I'm wrong, which I'm never wrong, cause it's my show. But you can still chime in. I just choose not to see it. Um, what's the deal with fucking a droid? Now, let's let's say I had a droid. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't fuck it if it was fuckable, okay? Like lube can do what? Like I've fucked a lot of crazy shit that wasn't even a droid. Okay, let's let's hey, we're being honest this is my show. I can be fucking as honest. As I want to be. You don't have to be, but I know you have to you sick fucks. So I've fucked a lot of shit that didn't couldn't even talk to you. So and I'm not talking about roofing somebody. You, you motherfuckers. Y'all are wrong. Y'all are wrong. Okay, y'all are wrong. Yes, Marcos. The robot was odd and it wasn't even like funny it was odd. It was awkward. Like, you're kind of like looking around like the other people in the movie. They're like, dude, are, are, do you feel the same way I do about this? So now, Big Sam, my co-host on Meatheads, he doesn't see it that way. Like, he doesn't think Lando was fucking the droid. Does anybody in this chat not get that Lando was fucking the droid? Because she even said, because old girl Kira was like, how does that work? Oh, it works. And she, before that, she told Lando that he was going to have to do that thing to her later. And Lando kind of made that face like, ah, oh, fuck. Okay. And you know what kind of thing I'm you're talking about? Because that's the kind of face the dude makes. All right? Like... I was like looking around, like, did anybody else catch that shit too? So yeah, uh really weird, but I thought Lando was great. He was smooth character. I really like that. Um uh, man, I have not heard that word 50 since working in jail. Been locked up. Uh yeah, Marcos. Dennis probably is in jail right now streaming on a burner, burner phone that he got in his uh prison wallet if you know what I'm saying, if you've seen Deadpool. Um, yeah, I don't know what that means. So you might want to elaborate, Dennis, on what a... It, what What is that? Fifty? Fifi? Fifi? What is that? I don't even know what the fuck that is. And you capital... Marcos capitalized it and you didn't. It was an odd non-Disney moment. Imagine that. Uh, yeah, right? Okay, well, while they're doing that... Back to Solo. Uh, Chewie was great. I thought Woody Harrelson's character was great. Um, they're actually doing a one-shot comic of Harrelson's character. So if you really dug him, they're probably going to get more into his, like, backstory, I'm hoping. Uh, so that, look, look be looking forward to that. Um, uh, Solo. All right, the cat, the dude, the actor's name that I cannot remember that played Solo. That's not a good thing, by the way. Um, is a towel with lotion? Oh shit! I know that prison fuck. Oh, a magic sock. Yeah, Brian Elder's still in chat. Yeah, Brian's got an old crusty sock somewhere under his bed too. Okay, yeah, dude. Yeah, I've 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 mangled many a sock. Okay, uh, but the droid shit was weird. Um, so this cat that's playing solo, I don't like. I I don't love him. All right. And like, he would say certain things and I would go, yeah, yeah, you're Han, you're Han. I get it. You're Han. And then in other moments, I'd be like, who is this motherfucker? Like, why did they pick this guy? So I don't know. Um, Real weird uh, that that cat was, but he wasn't terrible be honest, the story was a little slow for me in the beginning, but it really picked up. I love, love, love the ending. Uh, I love like heist movies and stuff. I love switcheroos. I love when you don't think our hero sees a way out, but he's seen it the whole time. So, yeah, they made Han really, really crafty in this movie, which was really cool. I like that. And there's a great nod to Han starting the rebellion which was so sweetly done. Like, I loved it. I, I thought, oh my God, what great writing that was. So r- kudos to the story writers uh, because they did an excellent job. Now, okay, all that out of the way. Let's get down to the shit that I know made you excited because it made me excited. Maul, okay? And what's weird is, I always think that like everybody knows the shit that I know because I'm dumb and I always always figure everybody's smarter than me. And like there's people that didn't know not Maul has been back. Ma has been back. Okay? And they're like, well, what the fuck, Ma? I'm like, yeah, dude. Didn't you watch Clone Wars cartoon? They brought him back. So what I did was is I went back and watched the whole fourth season that they brought Maul back in. And then I got into the fifth season, which I had not seen, which really that fifth season of clone Wars talks about how Maul was trying to build his own army out of basically criminals. And when he meets Palpatine again, Palpatine says, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm going to, you're, you're going to help me. Like I got plans for your ass. So I would say Palpatine is the one that put him in charge of the Red Sun to help Palpatine do his uh, undermining shit under the eyes of the Senate. So uh, really, really cool to see Maul back in action. And I know when we got out of theater, we all said that wasn't Ray Park. I'm like, well, Ray Park's obviously not playing him anymore because he looked at nothing like Ray Park. It was Ray Park. So, and then they've shown the guy that's uh, playing Boba Fett and like him and this guy are like good buddies and they're training together and shit. So we might have more down the pipe for Maul and Boba Fett and uh, who knows, you know, who knows we might see a, I don't know if we'll ever see a Maul solo movie or not, but it would be really great to see Maul back in the fold because to me, he was one of the most awesome grossly underutilized villains, maybe in cinema history. Like I can't think of another villain that projected the menacing ferocity that Maul did and him not uh, be utilized at all. Like he dies or supposed to have died. So if you haven't checked out Clone Wars season four and five, please do so. Four is good. Five is fucking epic. And I'm not just talking about Maul, the mall stuff, the Palpatine stuff. I'm talking about, like, the Yoda stuff with him learning how to project himself beyond the grave. Yeah, they get into that, which is really, really cool. So, yeah, check that out. Clone Wars, uh, four, seasons four and five. I've heard Rebels is great. Rebels isn't on Netflix. I have a few on my DBR, but... Uh, I haven't seen all of that yet, and I heard that's really good, too, so I'm going to check that out next. But Solo was really good for me. Um, I gave it a 7 um, just because of, you know, the, the main character. When when you have a a, a main character, uh, yeah, Casey says the mall stuff is great in Rebels, too. Yeah, uh, someone at The Zone actually was telling me that it, that it really gets into how he becomes the, the crime lord. That he is obviously in Solo. So it's just really, I love it, man. Like, I get fucking pumped when they cross medias like that. Like, the co- cartoon shit is now coming to the movies. I'm waiting for the comic book stuff to slowly start to creep in. So me reading all these fucking comic books, I can finally have, you know, something to be like, Ah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew Dr. Afra was raised mom. I knew it. I knew it. So, uh, yeah, so that's really cool. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, star Wars needed a good showing here. And I say star Wars, I don't give a fuck any star Wars from here on out. The last two have been to me and to a lot of fans subpar, especially the last one with the last Jedi was really subpar for a lot of fans. <clears throat> um, so star Wars needed to win. Now, To me, this was a win, but box office wise, it wasn't. So I don't know what this does for the franchise going forward. I love these separate Star Wars tales like Rogue One, which to me was a better solo film. (laughs) See what I did there? Solo film, like a one-off film as opposed to like the Star Wars trilogies. Um, but you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. They're still a fucking make a fuck ton of money. They're gonna make a fuck ton of money. So they're gonna keep fucking pushing them out. So I hope anyway. So more mall, bitches, more mall. All right. Um, Comic book reviews. What else? Oh, the uh, okay. Yeah, I've got a little theory here. And uh, it was funny because I thought I had this fucking theory. And then today, I don't know when it was posted. I didn't even look at that. Uh, then I see where Nerdist, uh, they did a little episode on it. And I was like, oh, well, son of a bitch. So anyway, but they but I do have some stuff for them that they didn't tell you. So uh, there you go. All right. They're not comic book people. You know, they just like to think they are. They're not. We're, we are comic book people. Okay. Um, so does anybody remember Lobo the Duck? Take your time on that one. Nobody. <laughs> Love of the Duck was the shit. Go look that shit up online. Love of the Duck was awesome. Back in the 90s. But our last DC Marvel crossover was 15 fucking years ago. And honestly, ner- the Nerdist did get this right. We've had a ton of like backlash. Like Kevin, Kevin, not Kevin Feige, but um, oh shit. Mark, Mark Quesada said that uh, DC films are like two well-endowed porn stars that couldn't get it up or some shit. I don't know. Like, there's been a lot of jabs back and forth through the years. So, um, yeah, Algamon Comics, yes. Uh, they actually even brought that up in the Nerdist uh, uh, thing. And I really didn't remember that. Like, they created their—both both companies created their own comic book company for, for a minute. Um but it was that was that uh, was that Lobo the Duck. I don't remember. And then there was a Batman when it was like Batclaw or something like that. It was like Batman and Wolverine smashed together. There was one with Captain America and Superman, which was really cool. Um, I just I can't remember them all. But anyway, uh, the last DC Marvel crossover I do remember, and it was kind of stupid. Uh, Batman and Captain America had a, had a fight. And it was like literally you could count the panels, and nobody outlanded another another blow. So it was like a tie, you know what I mean? Uh, Dark Claw, yes, Casey, thank you. Dark Claw was like a smash between Batman and Wolverine, which was pretty cool. That was a, actually a pretty cool book too. Um, so anyway, this is my theory in Infinity Prime number one. Okay. Captain Marvel, uh, she has the reality stone. So she's able to see all the Captain Marvels from other other dimensions. Well, there's a little shot of a Captain Marvel that looks vastly different than the rest of the Marvel Universe Captain Marvels. And it's very obviously Shazam from the DC Universe. And then in an issue I have today, uh, Infinity Countdown Captain Marvel number one There's another shot of a Shazam-like Captain Marvel. You don't see his face, but you see his arm, his cape, his boots. So, yeah. So, like, okay. Gotcha. Captain Marvel. All right. Now, okay, that's not enough for you. I get it. Hold on. I know you all think I'm a conspiracy theorist. But I am. But here's another one. Okay. In Action Comics 998, uh, Booster Gold calls Skeet's Alfred. After Skeets takes offense to the name, he's like, well, it's not like I can call you Jarvis. That's a whole other timeline. Okay, now, he could either be referencing the butler from the comic books of Alfred, or he could be referencing the MCU Jarvis, which is uh, which was, before it became Vision, which was the operating system in Tony's armor, like Skeets is for Booster, right? So thought that was really cool. Now this could all be like little one-offs, and they're just everybody's kind of giving a shout out to other creators across the company lines. I don't think so. Uh, Lockjaw number four, Lockjaw's teleporting a fight across the dimensions. Okay, so to, to minimize damage, and you actually see like it'll say Duck World. Okay, that was one of the dimensions. They're named, okay? Duck World, which I'm like, Howard the Duck? Donald the Duck? What the fuck? Okay. Um, and then there's one where it's obviously Superman and Wonder Woman kind of floating over the city, looking at the fight. And they're basically like, hey, get out of here. It's private property. You know, that's what they say. You never see their faces, but you obviously see the the, the classic uniforms, right? And it says the name of the dimension is redacted. What the fuck? Come on. So they're going through a lot of trouble, guys, to to put these little snippets in there. Okay. I don't think it's happenstance. I don't think it's one career going, hey man, I'm over here. Love what you're doing. I don't think that's it. Marvel's Marvel's not like that. Um uh, a while back, an issue of Spider-Man Deadpool had them walk out of Nighthawk versus Hyperion, Dawn of Boredom. <laughs> oh wow, uh, that's that is an old issue then, huh? I'd like to read that Nighthawk versus Hyperion. That'd be a good little fight. Dawn of Boredom. That's hilarious. Uh, speaking of Deadpool, cool segue there. In this newest issue of Deadpool, number one. Let me go ahead and pull that up and we'll just go ahead and cut, get in the reviews to that as well. Dude, I had all kinds of stuff here to put up. I'm so off my game today. Okay. All right. Um, So this is the Deadpool. um, This is Deadpool number one. All right. Written by Scotty Young and in it, in the, and there's a, there's a main story and then there's like a sub story at the end or an extra story. Okay. And he's t- Deadpool's talking to Negasonic about, you know, his origin, his origin story. And she's like, he's like, write this down. So basically, he does one where it's the movie origin, okay? And then the second one is a Spider-Man origin. You know, Deadpool gets things messed up, right? Well, the second one is basically he crashed to Earth in a ship two people find him pick him up and they end up being like white trash which is funny but uh that's not okay all right Superman's origin right well then there's another one and a parent a, a, a father and mother are taking their son down an alley after a movie and a guy shows up kills the parents in front of the the, the kid and the pearls drop in blood and everything. And she's like, wait a minute. Negasonic's like, wait a minute. This one really happened, didn't it? Uh, Deadpool's, yep, totally. And and I was not the kid. So Deadpool is the one that killed Wayne's parents. Now, in this, at the end of that, you kind of see where that kid may end up being somebody else too. Maybe it's not, you know, of course it's not Batman. But uh there was a lot in this one uh as far as DC origins. So, a lot going on. I don't know. Um Oh, see you Dennis. Uh, Dennis has got to go. Um but <clears throat> yeah, I think that there's something brewing and I think it would be great and I think a lot of fans would get a kick out of it. I ain't saying it's something they got to do all the time. But give us give us one fucking quality crossover where people are fighting and we get actual wins. like Captain America beat Batman. obviously he's standing over his bloody body. Uh, the Hulk beats Superman or vice versa. whatever. but like give us a fucking win like make it definitive. This guy beat this guy. That would be great as far all of us fanboys go. Some of us be really obsessed. especially like Batman was to beat Cap. It would be really, really, really shitty. Uh, okay, Deadpool number one written by Scotty Young. We're going to get into the reviews. Um, it's good. It's really good, guys. Uh, very, very much a take from the movie. Again, Negasonic Teenage Warhead is in this. Wilson is paid to take this guy out. He's like a biker, but he's obviously a mutant or enhanced. He beats the dog shit out of Wade. And then Wade craftily dispatches him, which I won't tell you how he does it. And then he's like walking around naked. I think I got a picture of that. Hold on. Not him. Yeah, I do have a picture of him walking around naked, which is weird. I chose this one. But I just showed you the zaniness of Deadpool. Like he blew the guy up. And now he's walking out, and he's got, like, nothing on. He don't give a fuck. Uh, So then we have a Guardians cameo because uh, there's a Celestial coming to town, which never bodes well for the Marvel Universe. And the only way to take him out is there is a weapon, and it appears Deadpool is in possession of this weapon And so we're going to get maybe Deadpool versus a fucking Celestial, which would be fucking awesome. So, well, well written. Very, very funny. So, check out Deadpool number one. It's a great jumping on point. And especially if you like the movie, Scotty Young's got the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool voice down pat. So, really, really good. I give it a seven and a half. Uh, The art's really good. It's, it's a little messy as you can see here, which wasn't the greatest page. I just kinda of wanted to show you the Deadpool with the sensor on his junk, which I thought was funny. Um, but yeah, it's 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 not the greatest artwork, but it definitely, definitely works. All right. Next book. Uh let me pull this thing up here. Let's see. Infinity countdown cover. Here it is. Yay! Infinity countdown. All right. Um now, this one, guys. Okay. This is a great cover. Like, I love it. I think it's art. I think Arthur Adams did this. Casey will probably correct me on that. It really looks like Arthur Adams' art. I know he's doing a lot of these covers. Um, But it's Rockets on the fingertip of Galactus. Now, when you get, when you see this cover, like, if you're like me, you're like, oh, shit, dog. Rockets going to be talking some crazy smack to Galactus. What is going to happen? Well, don't get your hopes up, because that never happens in this. Um, Yeah, I was kind of upset myself. But uh, Galactus is in this. We've got Ultron with an Infinity Stone. He's released rockets uh, that he's going to basically infect the entire universe with like Ultrons. Um, So before that can happen... Silver Surfer goes to Galactus. It's Ultron World basically. Silver Surfer goes to Galactus and was like, dude, I gotta have your help. Well, if you haven't been reading any of the ultimate stuff, you don't know really know what's what's happened to uh oh Nick Bradshaw. Uh oh Nick Nick Bradshaw did the cover. He's like Adams on a budget. That's <laughs> That's hilarious. And I bet you Nick Bradshaw in the douche like Adams is. Um, so, yeah, so it looks a lot like uh, Arthur Adams. But anyway, uh, or Neil, I'm sorry, Neil Adams. So, anyway, um, Galactus has become, he's not the devourer anymore. He's the life bringer. So, he basically takes dead planets and brings them back to life, which is really, really cool. Um, it happened in the pages of the ultimates, which was a great book. If you like the cosmic stuff. So surfer, you know, Galactus is like, fucking, how dare you? Like, how dare you ask me that? Uh, like that can never happen. Well, it does happen. And that's probably the most incredible thing in this book, uh, that actually happened. And I won't tell you how it ends, but it is a very huge turn for the Marvel universe and for all universes really, to be honest. Um, but like the warlock stuff was okay. The guardian stuff. Uh, I just don't like how, who wrote this? Um, Al Dugan, God, Phil, Phil would hate me saying this, but, um, I don't like it. I don't like the way he makes the guardians talk. I don't make, I don't like the way he makes the guardians interact with each other. Um, the art is just okay for me. I don't dig it. Um, but and it's and it's an expensive book. These infinity countdown books are really expensive. Uh $4.99, five bucks. Wow, I did not realize I paid that for this. Uh, and plus you get no rocket and galactus. Like they never interact in the entire in the entire issue. So the cover is a little misleading. Very cool cover, but misleading. Uh, I give it a five. If you're following the infinity countdown stuff, continue it because this is really going to uh, build up into something massive I mean we've got all these infinity books um yeah uh yeah that was okay uh Casey said I love parallel earth uh l um yeah I did too um there wasn't enough of it it was only like a few pages so uh, but again you know these books are having... Little moments, and it's a five dollar book. You got to give me more for a five dollar book. I'm sorry. Um, so, and then like you got this one, which I'm not even reviewing. It is the Infinity Countdown Captain Marvel number one. Basically, she's trying to figure out how to do things different by talking to all the marvels of other dimensions. That there is that shot though of the Shazam um, Captain Marvel in this issue. Uh, it's one of the reasons I picked it up. But it's not worth buying. don't 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 waste your money on it. and uh, let's see what else I got. okay, I've got a couple others. Oh, it's Batman. We're gonna get Batman centric as Marcos would say, oh wow, another Batman comic. yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I love Batman. all right um where is my Batman cover at? There's Deadpool, Infinity Watch, Batman Prelude cover, Prelude 2. Okay, well, I don't have it. I thought I had it. All right, this is what it looks like, though. Um, Tom King, who you guys know I really, really dig. Now, it's a cool cover, right? It's Joker smashing like a chessboard with, you know, Batman and Catwoman and all them. Joker, if you guys didn't know, is really pissed off he doesn't have an invitation to this wedding, which it's Joker, Right? Uh, So, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to go ahead and put up the Prelude issue. Uh, Where's that? Here's one. Yeah, here's the first one. Okay. Uh, But that's not this book. That's uh, the book I'm talking about. It's Batman 48. Um, And Tom King, me and Tom King have a love-hate relationship. I love almost everything he does. I really don't like his Joker. Uh, his Joker makes no sense to me, which I think's the point. He's supposed to be chaotic and chaos and <laughs> and all that shit just doesn't work for me. I know there's a thousand Tom King fans out there that are going to fucking disagree with me, uh, and that's fine. You can most certainly disagree with me. I actually relish it, but for me, it doesn't work. He's not funny. He's not even creepy. He's just kind of stupid and how Batman reacts to him in this issue, Joker's trying to get Batman's attention. So he goes to a church and is basically just shooting people, shooting people. And then like, and this is what really pisses me off. Okay. And I have to find the page just so I get it right. Cause God knows Tom King fans will fucking come after me. Okay. He grabs a hostage and he's like, Oh my God, if I don't have a hostage, Batman's going to punch me. He's literally saying this out loud. Okay. Okay. So he's like, um, oh, got one now. Don't move. I'm telling you, don't move or I'll bang. And he shoots her. Like, shoots her fucking in the head right in front of Batman. And he goes, oh, or maybe I won't. Because I suppose I just did. Oops. And then Batman's like, take that motherfucker out, dog. Like, what are you doing, Batman? More people are going to fucking die. So, and then he actually gets to drop on Batman. Shoots him in the head. But, Kevlar helmet. haha, Right. Uh, and then there's something at the end. I won't spoil it because you might read it. Um, I didn't like, this is like, this is the worst issue for me of Tom King's run on Batman. And mainly it's because I don't like his Joker. Casey says he inherited his trash Joker from Morrison. Uh, oh, Marcos, fuck you. I see your comment now surprising because it's a Batman book. Um, it was this week, dude. What the hell? So anyway, uh, back to back to King's Joker. I hated him in jo- War Jokes and Riddles, but he was a side player, so I was cool with it. Here, he's obviously taking the front because this arc is called the Best Man, because Joker's trying to be Batman's best man, which is funny, and and it's not. Um, so, yeah, I give it a fucking three. Uh, the art is really, really good, but other than that, the story sucks. All right, we're going to get to Prelude. And where's my number one book at? Oh, here it is. Okay. We're going to get the Prelude. I'm going to do Preludes one and two together because uh, two sucks. Number one is really, really good. It's Robin versus Razagul. Now, I really, really wish. Now see, like okay, the last cover, uh, the the count, the Infinity War countdown, or no, I'm sorry, Infinity Countdown cover with G- Rocket on Galactus' finger. They never, it's like misleading, right? This one, I really wish they had gave me another cut, another cover, because as the story goes, you're really not sure what's going on till the end, and you're like, oh shit, it was on the fucking cover, okay? So it's kind, the cover's kind of spoiler alert, all right? But it's uh, really good issue, man. I love Damian Wayne. I love him. He's a little fucking prick. He's a little shit bastard. He's like a fucking kid. And you, if you hate kids like I do, but he was trained by the fucking League of Assassins and now he's trained by Batman. That would be like your worst nightmare for a punk kid because you can't do nothing about it. He's going to whip your ass or outsmart you. So Damian and Selena are out and he, we're getting damien fitted for the wedding and him and selena are having this conversation and damien is such a little shit i love it i love it uh so then he's kind of sneaking off to go break into an arcade to break his high score because he's still a kid right but because he's robbing, he can break in places and they never find him um he runs into someone spoiler alert raz al but he doesn't appear as Roz. I'll go first because of something that happened while he was getting fitted. Very, very smart writing. Very, very smart writing here. Like, I love it. Like, this is the kind of shit that I like. Okay? So, this Sealy cat who wrote this, I have no idea who the fuck he is. Uh, I don't even know his first name. Here, Tim Sealy. Yeah, um, and the, the but I'm going to give the pencil, penciler some props here. Brad Walker, who I'm not familiar with, really, really good renditions of the characters, really good uh, action sequences. He does a really good job here on the art, so I'll give massive props to him. But this is a really good issue, guys. I'm going to give it an 8 because of the twists and turns in it. And like I said, when you have a bad memory like I do, Thank God I forgot that cover because I didn't realize it was Roz until the end. And if you're, if you read the cover and you're like, where's Roz at? You're going to be like, where the fuck is Roz at? Oh shit. There he is. So it was really cool. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty good. All right. Now the second one, do I even have that cover? The second one is crap. It is fucking crap, yo. All right. Hold on. Let me find this. Dude, I load these. And so, and I always forget them. So, you're getting them. You're going to get them no matter what now. Here it is. Nope, that's not it. Here it is. Nope, that's not it. That's the same one. Okay. Oh, well. You're not getting it. Um, Here, I'll show you. It's Nightwing versus Hush. Okay? It is the... It says number one, but it's part two. Why do you do this, DC? Batman, Prelude to the Wedding, number one, part two. No, dude. I just had number one, part one. That's number one. This should be fucking number two. Whatever. It sucks. Hush. Okay. Superman and Nightwing are going to take Batman on a bachelor party. Okay. Now, Bruce Wayne's not getting married to Selina Kyle because that would raise too many questions. So, Batman is getting a bachelor party as Batman. All right. So, Nightwing and Superman are taking him out. The whole idea was to get him in this little pocket dimension. They had a little fishing boat with three poles. They were going to fish and tell stories. Sounds pretty cool, right? Well, Hush fucks all that up. Um, and then there's a fight between Hush and Nightwing. It just, it leads really nothing to the story. Other than at the very end, you see where the Joker is is responsible for Raj showing up, for Hush showing up. Joker is really trying to fuck up this wedding, okay? So, and how the fuck did he find out? No one really knows, but I'm sure that's part of the story too. Um, I give it a five. I mean, if you're into this prelude to the wedding thing, check it out. That's the only reason I did, but I probably won't be buying number three. And Tim Seeley wrote this as well, but not near as clever writing as there was in number one, part one. Okay, yeah, stupid. All right, guys. It's the Blazing Defender Report. Pick of the week. Justice League number one by my boy, friend of the show, Scott Snyder. Uh, now, Scott Snyder's got some making up to do. Metal was not great. Not great. It had really cool moments, but 70 to 75% was not great. Too much, too much, way too much, uh, way too much story to tell, and it just didn't work for me. Sorry, Scott, love you, Uh, you and Greg both, but I was very excited to see he was going to be the new writer on Justice League, so this is my pick of the week, guys. This is a fantastic story, a great number one for the Justice League um, you've got Martian Manhunter back in the fold, which I was always a big Martian Manhunter fan. And you've got, he's coordinating these, uh, attacks. Like each, each leaguer is like hoarding off their own attack in in, in the dark universe. So Martian Manhunter is kind of like the man in the chair. He's kind of like my Casey. Like he's, he's doing the shit. It's really, really cool. Well, in in metal, the source wall was broken. Now, if you're familiar with DC Comics, you know what the source wall is. Well, the source wall is, is, was holding back something. Well, what we come to find out, it may have not been holding back something as much as incubating something or imprisoning something, maybe. We don't know yet. But whatever it is, it's ready to come out and come to Earth. So, Martian Manhunter picks up on this now you've got Vandal Savage, who is the is the key villain in the very beginning of this book. Luther shows up, and again, Luther being four steps ahead of everyone, even someone like Savage, he knows what's coming, and he's ready for this. So now the league has a choice. Oh, and I've got a great shot of this, which I thought was so cool. Um. Yeah, man. The Green Lantern. Like, I'm like, where's Green Lantern? Where's Green Lantern? And they use Jonathan Stewart, who's you know, one of my favorite Green Lanterns. And look at this gun that he has made <laughs> with the ring. This gun shoots a... Let me get this right. Because this is some of the shit that Scott Snyder comes up with This fantastic. His bullet contains a miniaturized, omniv- omniversal wormhole. It's encased in 10th metal. It should transport the totality outside the source while destroying it the totality is what they're calling this energy that's r- racing towards earth so john john jones Marshall Manhunter gets them all all the leaguers on a table like like telepathically and they're going to take a vote and they're like well wait a minute you know the earth is out of balance right now because of the dark universe all the shit that happened to metal maybe this fixes it uh, Superman brings that up, which, you know, of course, he's always glass half full guy. Uh, Batman's kind of like, I've already called Green Lantern. He's ready to take a shot. So Wonder Woman's like, well, what do we think? They've made John Jones the chairman of the Justice League. So he's got to call the vote. And they want, you know, he needs to vote. So he tells them why he came back to the league. He's got the story and everything on why he come back. And dude, it. This story is great. I'm not going to ruin this story for you. But it's like you get the death of a big time villain. Like he gets beaten to death, which is pretty cool. And then you get like you get John Jones is so fucking powerful, dude. Like he destroys the moon in this book. Like he saves Earth by destroying the moon. It was pretty crazy. He turns like this Martian dragon. It was awesome. Um, but the art is really, really good, even though in some spots, it didn't look f- finished. Uh, it's young. Oh, let's see here. Young, 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 What is Young's first name? Jim Young. Yeah. Jim Young and, and, and Scott Snyder. Uh, in some areas, his pencils don't look finished, like, especially from a distance, like faces kind of lose detail, but like, as you can see there, I mean, J- Jonathan Stewart looks fantastic. Uh, and there's a, sp- a splash page with Sinistro, Grodd, Joker, Cheetah, and Manta, they're the new Injustice League that Luther has formed. And dude, it's just so cool, man. It's, it's this book was great. I'm so glad, so happy, 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 happy to see um, the justice league come back like they have. So very excited, man. So I give this a nine, um, it, it almost a 9.5. Uh, it's that good. The story is so compelling and it really gets me amped up for the next issue. And that's what number ones have to do. So, uh, great start to the DC Universe. Uh, Some other comics I'm going to tell you about real quick, guys. That was my pick of the week. Uh, Versus, which has been a fantastic comic book. I hope to get into that next week. Doomsday Clock. Come on, man. Doomsday Clock is fucking one of the best books out there right now. Killer Be Killed, which I've not read this yet. Uh, this series is ending. It has been a marvelous series by Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips. Lazarus, which I fucking love. Lazarus, dude, what a world that Greg Rucka has created there. I mean, it is fantastic. And Realm. If you guys have not checked out Realm, you've got to. You got to. You got to check it out. It is sorcery, magic, badassery, marines, assassins, uh, dudes with fucking big axe blades on their shotguns, like my boy here in the cover. I mean, it's it's really, really good. It's a lot of fun. I would so love to see this as a movie or a Netflix series. I think it'd be great. But, uh, shit, that's, that's it. That's all I got. Um... And guys, uh, just you know, you know how I like to end the show. Talking about my Disney trip, uh, just just reinforces this. And when I came back home, it actually made me go even harder, if that if that's possible. But one of the reasons the trip sucks so bad is because people are just nasty and rude. Uh, people don't understand the concept of a line of how traffic flows. Uh, people are just just they don't give a shit about you about your family they don't care about you um, so if everybody just cared a little bit if, if you if you know how you felt with somebody cut in front of you or somebody ran into you or, or you know you weren't paying attention and you caused a pile up uh, you know then 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 you should know how it feels and you should look toward not doing that in the future because you know how it, it didn't feel very good. So that was one of the reasons the trip was so bad is because I just got really sick of people. And I love people. I I love talking to people. I love interacting with people. Uh, And I wanted to snap people. I wanted to kill people. Um, I really had to talk myself out of saying a lot of mean, nasty shit because it's just not cool. But in a way, I thought if I fucking break this guy in half, he won't be such an asshole next time. But he probably would, is the bad thing. My point being, be nice to other people. Treat people like you'd want to be treated. It's disrespectful to cut in line. It's disrespectful to push somebody out of the way. Uh, You wouldn't want that shit done, so don't fucking do it to somebody else. So that's it guys no more depressing definitive report (laughs) really glad to be back behind the microphone guys podcast awards are coming up i'm gonna need your help as always uh i was a nominee last year i really look forward to being a nominee this year maybe even win that motherfucker right um but yeah guys uh no i did not challenge gaston to arm wrestling but i did go to gaston's tavern um where they sell no alcohol so Gaston is a bitch. Gaston's a bitch. No one can drink beer like Gaston. No, Gaston, you don't even sell beer at your place, dude. That shit was weak. Um, but I did have I did have some really cool moments with the Beast, um, with Mickey, Alvin. There, there's pictures on Facebook if you want to check them out. Uh, I met Kylo Ren. He and I are on the dark side together. I'm actually his new apprentice. We didn't tell anybody because we work in secret. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, Jason says three days and day and try to keep me quiet. Uh, trust me. I snapped. I, I did snap a couple times and I didn't even feel bad about it. Like normally I'm like, ah, why did I let my temper get the best of me? It felt fucking great. Like it felt like when Banner finally lets go and just lets the Hulk fucking steer, man. That's what it felt like. And I wanted to just keep doing it. But I didn't. Um, But yeah, I was there seven days, Jason, seven days. And I had to give myself a fucking pep talk every day I walked outside because I knew I was going to have, I was going to come to that point where I was going to lose my shit. Um, But yeah. So anyway, um, be nice, be nice, just be nice. I want to be nice. I want to laugh. I want to have a good time. And, And, you know, I don't go anywhere not to have a good time. Uh, For you guys that know me, you know that. So, uh, you know, life's too fucking short for all that shit. But, guys, a lot of cool stuff coming up. Uh, A lot of cool comic books to be read. We got movie shit coming on um, real soon. So, there's a lot of stuff going on. Stay tuned right here to Blazing Defender Report for all your news for comic books and movies. Uh, There's going to be meatheads on Solo. There's going to be a meathead, or I'm sorry, a Solo review on the Blazing Defender Report. Getting it all in the works, man, just trying to get people together is, is a little bit tougher sometimes than it should be, actually. But uh, I always appreciate the support, guys. And like I said, podcasting awards are uh, are coming up, and I'm going to need your help getting out there, getting people to vote. Um, it's a big deal. It's it's like, I don't know, For I never thought I would take pride in something like that, but I really did. It really kind of validates what I do here. Uh, if I don't win, I don't give a fuck. Uh, but it just kind of keeps me going a little bit, kind of motivates me. So, uh, again, thank you so much. Check out patreon.com forward slash Bludgeon Defender Report. And guys, I'll see you next week. Uh, I'm working some trades next week, so it's going to be a little tough, but I know there's a narrow window in there. I can get a show in and, uh, we'll have sound. I promise you at the start of the show, we'll have sound. So thanks a lot, guys. Have a great day. See you soon. Peace. What's going on, guys? I just want to let you know that I am a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you like this show, and if you're listening to this, I really hope you do, go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com for more shows like this one. We've got shows like Breaking the Panel. They talk about all the hot topics in comic books today. We've got Botched, a D&D podcast. A bunch of friends get together, get trashed, and go through the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. We have Pokemon Go. We have Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have DC on screen. We have Booze and Phasers, a show done by our lovely ladies that drink wine and talk about Star Trek. It's pretty cool, right? Uh, many other shows. Please go there and check that out. And uh, as always, like the Blazing Defender Report.